Good morning, everybody. It's Matt Hewitt, your host of Into the Fryer Ramblings from the Kitchen. It's Saturday morning, June the 9th. And uh come to you today with a little bit of a heavy heart. I had uh, originally planned for the week to do an interview with uh, one of my chefs, and that didn't work out. And then I tried to record earlier in the week, and something happened with my recording, so I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to um, publish the, put out the podcast because there was no vocal data recorded for some reason. Um, so I ended up waiting to do the do the broadcast or the podcast or whatever you want to say, and I and uh, I I have to talk about Anthony Bourdain. I mean, it is just devastating. I um, I read his book Kitchen Confidential many many years ago, and uh, I, I have to say. The stories and the anecdotes and the things that he relayed about chefs that he worked with and for and what he did as a chef and what the goings-on in the kitchens and all that kind of stuff. I mean, those those really, like, at some of them I laughed and some of them I, I was, I, I never, I didn't really have, like, my jaw hitting the floor because at the time of reading it, I had... I had been working in kitchens for for a few years and I mean I was I believe I was already at the time running my own kitchen and restaurant and so I I mean knowing what how restaurants work and what goes on behind the scenes sometimes you know you you laugh and he was in a different era so it was a little bit different than what I was up against but but um some of the stories about the extracurricular activities and the partying and and the uh, gallivanting around with ladies and cohorting, and cavorting around, so to speak, those were all stuff that I could relate to. Being a uh, twenty young twenty uh, something executive chef of a hip ass restaurant in the town where I was from. Long Beach, California was one of those things where like, oh, oh yeah, okay, I could see where that could happen, or oh, I think I did that. I won't say what stories I did and which, which stories I could just relate to, but yeah, there's a fair amount of those kinds of things going on in all kitchens, uh, probably in most, not in all, but in, in a lot of kitchens across the country and across the world. Um, but man, one of the things that uh, there's two two things that really really hit home for me with respect to um, that book and how the the book and his words and his view on, on a certain aspect of kitchen work really changed my life um, and it had a positive impact on my life. There was one portion of the book, and I'm going to paraphrase, where he talks about how he never wanted to hire an artist because an artist 
would show up for work sometimes and not show up for work other times or something something to that effect and that he always looked for craftsmen because craftsmen were willing to work hard and put it you know showed up all the time on time and whatnot and I started to use that as started to use that view of being a craftsman as opposed to an artist because oh believe me when I first started I was a I was a fucking diva ass art culinary artist you know like I'm a chef and I create culinary art yeah fuck that here's what I did and I did create beautiful plates and my kitchens put out some awesome food I was always proud of what what my crew and I whatever restaurant I was working at what we were able to do but I kind of took the approach of like, okay, so if I'm a craftsman, I'm going to look at it like carpentry. Like we're building recipes, and the recipes to me, I could relate to building a chair, right? When you start out in carpentry as an apprentice, the master carpenter shows you how to build the chair. It's pretty basic. You have, a, you know, four legs, maybe a cross post uh, on on the sides and then a, a middle post for stability you, a seat and then a back right um, it, super basic then he gives you you know like you okay build the chair build the chair build the chair that's like your prep work and your your repetition of of doing the recipes and and all of that kind of stuff and uh, then you get new tools introduced um, so you want to make your chair look nicer right and that's you they give you a, a a router or you know and an electric sander and you start to learn how to use those to your advantage you pick up the tools that are given to you and then you you start to work to perfect uh, the chair you're still building the chair over and over and over and refining and redesigning because you know really in cooking like techniques don't necessarily change when you know just the ingredients do and that's you know kind of like that that what I took like I could use the same technique over and over and and make different designs uh with respect to how I wanted the the dish to look or what the what I wanted the outcome to be or what I wanted my outcome to be for my for my crew so that was that was something that had a huge impact for me in in my in my career um, and I just you know I, I'm I'm grateful for that um, you know you hear things at different points in life you the right thing at the right time um, and it and it and it changes your life in a for the positive and, and that's one of the things that happened for me with respect to that that book and some of his words and then the other one of the other things I think that is was really cool was and I just happened to come across this as I was I was going through Twitter last night and I'm reading some of the things that people had said about him and and there was one that I had kind of forgotten but but I I uh, I would say is kind of kind of a pretty cool you know you we want to take care of our bodies and that is true but he said 
I think one of his quotes was, your body's not in a, a temple, it's an amusement park, so have fun. You know, and, and I, I think to a certain extent that's true where you you don't want to allow yourself not to not to live and experience the joys of wonderful cuisine um, because you're so worried about taking care of your body that you won't allow yourself to indulge uh, from time to time or often, you know, like like it, it, it's one of those things, um, you know, I when when I was working. Uh, younger days, I and I still believe this. You know, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play hard, you need to work hard, and that's kind of what you know. Like, like if you're gonna if you're gonna play hard with your body and indulge in fatty foods and things that are maybe not so great to ingest for you for your health, then you need to then you need to work hard to to uh, maintain your health. You have to work harder. So, but but you know your 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 body's not a temple; it's an amusement park. So have fun, and I think we forget to have fun, uh, oftentimes as as we get older. And and uh, he never never did. Um, the other the other thing that I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, depression and mental health and and suicide and and. Um, you know, we you see all the be you never know what people are going through, and so be kind to people all the time. And and I mean, it's so true. It's so true. You you do never know what people are going through, and it's scary. Um, you know, someone one of his one of his chef friends was saying, or uh, I don't know if it was uh, I can't remember exactly who, but I read it last night. They were saying they. Never seen him so happy in the last year. You know, this last year he had never been so happy. Um, but you know, you you never know what's what's going on with someone. And I I would, you know, sit and say that I can't see how someone can make that choice. But the fact of the matter and the truth is, I can see how someone can make that choice. Um. You know, like, I I don't want to say that I've had the thought of of doing that, but, you know, like, sometimes life can take you to some strange, low, and fucked up places. And, uh, you know, the, I don't think I've ever consciously thought about that, but... Um, the way that I lived and how I abused my body, maybe I was trying, you know, maybe I was trying to kill myself in a different way, how, how I lived before. Um, but when, you know, and then there's times when I was, when I was partying and, and, and drinking that I just was able to numb anything that I ever felt. So there was no way that I would ever, you know, do thing anything like that, and and to be quite honest, I'm probably too much of a pussy to even think that I would do something like that. I would I would probably just continue to try to live, you know. But in sobriety, there's I, I've known some people that have that have not been able to deal with life on life's terms, and man, you know, they say when you get sober, like the 
the bad the the good thing is you get to feel and the bad thing is you get to feel and sometimes you get to some low places i've seen people get into really really low places in sobriety where they'll either you know pick up and and uh go back out and and you know just swirl the drain and go you know go go all the way down and i've seen i've seen people take their own lives um but but it you know just the fact of that sometimes you spend so many t- years and hours numbing all those feelings and then you you have these overwhelming feelings where you just want to explode um so to to say that i i to say that i can't wrap my head around why someone would do that or what you know i don't know what was going on with him or what goes on in anybody's mind but but i definitely have the capacity to understand how that could happen and and i just i i i don't want to keep going on and on about it but man if if you're if you're feeling something check in with somebody if if you you know if you if you think you need to talk to someone there you know there's the the national um the national suicide prevention hotline or call you know call a call a friend or call your parents or you know confide in your in your loved one um there's more strength in in asking for help than trying to to fight the battle alone it's it's um you know life can be lonely sometimes but but it's true i saw some friends posting you know with the hashtags you are not alone and and that's so true you are not alone no one is alone in this in this life we're all humans and uh man i just uh i have a heavy heart today and i probably will for a, for a few days it's just one of those things that you you know it just it just comes as a shock but uh as far as um as far as life is concerned you know try to try to be nice to everybody and uh do my best to to make sure i'm communicating my feelings to people if i'm feeling a certain way and i ask that you guys do the same uh that's about all i got for today and we are brought to you from anchor app anchor fm uh you can find us on apple itunes i believe it's into the fryer ramblings from the kitchen or you can look up my name matt hewitt and um find find us there but uh man rest in peace anthony bourdain the culinary world will miss you thank you for having a positive impact on so many lives and my life and uh that's about all i got i'm out <laughs>